Hello, everyone. This is Angela Montano, and you have joined me for a live global prayer call. This is Prayer on the Air. Again, my name is Angela Montano. My website is RethinkPrayer.com. If you're listening to this via uh, Spotify or any of the various ways you get a podcast, um, and you want to be on the call live, you just go to my website, RethinkPrayer.com, and you can sign up for the live call so you can, you know, ask questions and put your prayer request in. Uh, For the purposes of our call today, we're really gathered here to uh, drop into a deeper awareness of well-being, a deeper sense of emotional, physical, mental well-being. And I guess you can you know, go beyond that to a sense of, you know, all the different ways people may think of themselves, you know, energetically, astrally, just who and what you are, who and what you are, not who and what you take yourself to be, but who and what you are from a spiritual perspective is whole, is complete. Now, I don't take myself to be whole and complete. I take myself to be fragmented. I take myself to be confused. I take myself to be various states of being, right? Maybe you're similar to me. I don't know. But prayer writes the ship, if you will. It allows us to, you know, be loving toward the one who takes oneself to be less than but we don't run the whole show from that perspective. We're here to tap into and touch a deeper wholeness. And in so doing, see the wholeness in those we share this world with, in our environment, so that we may really deeply know calm and joy and peace and love. So I'm so grateful that you're with me, that we're doing this together. And the way the call works is I'll begin with an opening prayer, and then if you're listening via the uh, World Wide Web, you just share, you just write your question in, and or your comment, and we, I, I read it, and we pray. And if you're tuning in via the um, uh, the telephone, just press star two, star two. We have a nice, beautiful group today, very small group. So if you want to write, you know speak up please do so and um it's always you know it's kind of amazing prayer allows for such intimacy even though we're in different states and different countries uh we get to really lift one another up so uh the again i'll do our opening prayer star two to to request prayer And if you're listening via your computer, just write your request in. So we will begin now. We begin. In this prayer, in this moment, I'm sensing there's just so much. There's greater peace. There's greater calm. There's greater order. There is greater joy. There's greater prosperity. There's greater abundance than we conceive often. And I sense here and now, let us behold that more is going on than meets the eye. Right where you are, right where I am, There is more prosperity, more peace, more love, more abundance, more joy, more forgiveness, more compassion than my mind would accept. So we are here truly to open our minds. You know, I wonder sometimes what, like, is my, am I kind of, my mind's on kind of like a set point. Like, okay, you know, this amount of suffering is is life, so I'm going to, you know, suffer this amount, whether it's over something you might think of as like, you know, trivial, or maybe I'm suffering over something. Oh, you know, you might think, oh, wow, wow, that really is a big deal. But we're here to shift that, that we may really relinquish our suffering to the Holy Spirit, that we may open to the peace, the joy, the love that is. And if you can do it 
where you're living and I can do it where I'm living. And we expand the resonance of receiving the love, receiving the peace, receiving the joy, receiving the abundance that already is. You know, we're, we're lifting one another up. If you can do it, maybe I can do it. If I can do it, maybe you can do it. And I really think I can and you can. It's am I willing? Are you willing? Am I so attached to who I take myself to be in my suffering that I don't let go? Are you so attached to who you might be at whatever, you know, place you suffer that you don't let go? And maybe on my own I can't expand my willingness, but maybe with you I can Maybe on your own, it might be difficult to expand your willingness. But with us, this particular configuration of souls gathered together in prayer, maybe that willingness will expand and increase. May we receive heaven on earth here and now. Not once I, once I, once I pay that credit card debt down, once I lose that five pounds, once I find that person I want to live with once I not but now 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 let us now be in agreement let us now behold heaven let us now behold divine order let us now behold the wonder how good it is to accept that I am you are we are blessed And so honoring the words of Gandhi, prayer from the heart can achieve what nothing else in the world can. This is the achievement we're about. We're about that which can be achieved through the sincerity of our own hearts, longing, intention. Sometimes I think my favorite definition of the word God might just be possibility. What is possible right here, right now? Enjoy in peace, in love. I accept I am, you are, we are blessed by this opening prayer. That what is to be said is said. What is to be heard is heard. What is to be released is released. And that which is to be embraced is embraced. I let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Ah, so again, welcome. So grateful we are here together. And I'm going to go straight to the phone. Uh, looks like Mary Catherine. Hello, Mary Catherine. Oh, can you? Hi, honey. Hi. Can you can you hear me? I can. I hear you beautifully. Oh, I hear you. Okay. I wasn't sure. Hi, Angela. How are you? I'm well. <laughs> It's so good to be here, and um, thank you so much for the opening prayer. Um, I really liked what you said about the set point, mm-hmm. and really, you know, I I really want to recognize the, that the good of God has no opposite. You know, mm. and I would like to um, really pray to expand my own willingness to let go of anything and everything that is sort of my set point for feeling lousy about myself, especially in the holiday season, which is a bit of a trigger for me. And I'd also like to have a prayer for anybody, anyone, anywhere who may not be feeling a lot of holiday joy. Um, It is a joyous season, um, an abundant, joyous, and good, peaceful, loving season. And sometimes I struggle to feel it and experience it. I know I'm not the only one. Um, I'm going to be signing my divorce papers this month. 
on December 21st. Mm -hmm. And I'm relieved, but also I feel some sorrow. And I'm, I just would like, like what I said, to expand my willingness to be open to letting go of this bitterness I feel and just be open to the possibility. Beautiful. Okay, let me speak to that and okay, we will thank you. move into prayer. And um, I'm going to mute you while I speak just because there's a little yes. bit of background noise, but then I'm going to come back okay. to you. Okay, so I'm, okay. I'm here and we're here. Yeah. So I just love how Mary Catherine is really starting us off, really highlighting what came forward in the opening prayer about that set point. And might we expand our capacity to be free? That's really what we're talking about, to be free. And this point Mary Catherine shares, you know, to really, really accept that the good of God or the good of life or the good of the universe, I know that word God is so often a a trigger word for people, but the good of God, the good of love, the good that we're speaking of has no opposite. And that is really key in our shifting our set points because you know, when I began my own spiritual quest, you know, I really thought I would become so centered and so still that I would just live this life of tranquility and like, yeah, you know, things would happen to other people, but I, I would just be so centered, you know, it would just all flow. And, you know, it wasn't long before I realized, you know, what a, you know, really what a fantasy that was and what a, And I'm so glad it didn't turn out that way. You know, it's kind of like, I think I thought I would be like an ocean and there would be no waves, you know, no waves, no upsets or something. Um, And of course, the waves come, you know, things happen. And prayer allows us to kind of like go underneath the wave. So we might feel it go over us, but we go to that transcendent depth, that which... um, Mary Catherine is speaking of, it's a place where there's not an opposite. It's not good, bad, right, wrong, better, worse. There's an isness. And there is a love and a peace and a joy. I keep using those words over and over, but they're they're true qualities of consciousness that are not dependent on circumstances. Being a certain way. My mind says it should be this way. It should be this way. It should be this way. I have a kind of light-colored carpeting, not carpet, well, a rug in my great room, and I have a dog, uh, uh, Toby, and, you know, I try to wipe his feet when he goes out to the yard and in, but, you know, there's these paw prints, and my mind almost immediately goes, they shouldn't be there. You know, this carpet should look like, you know, it looks in a magazine that I decided my house was supposed to look like, you know, when, I don't know when I saw that picture or what picture, but something is going on anytime I'm in an argument with what is. But when I'm awake to the good of God, I can look at those paw prints, and they're neither good nor bad. In fact, I can just see love in them, believe it or not. So, yeah, I'll vacuum the carpet or I'll clean, yes, but I'm not at war with the paw prints. We don't have to be at war with, you know, the loved one passing, the relationship that didn't go the way we thought it was going to go or should go. And all that bitterness that ensues when we believe we got a raw deal. You know, it's not the way it should be. So I just love that, Mary Catherine. And, um, you know, these holiday seasons, one of the reasons I think I was called to do our five weeks of prayer on the air at this end of the year is because this is such a loaded time for all of us. You know, if we, I mean, it's just one way or another, it becomes either highly stressful for people often or really lonely. And one of the things I wrote in one of the emails I sent to y'all recently was about my uh, spiritual teacher, Michael Beckwith, really saying it would be behoove us to switch the I, holiday, to a Y, holy days. And when you let these be holy days, it can still be, connecting with loved ones in some kind of good cheer and celebratory sense. As Mary Catherine was saying, there there is, you know, celebratory 
you know, we want, you know, we might want to celebrate this time of year. But the holy days, when you think of them as holy days, it does call us inward to the deeper appreciation that we might be able to move through our day with. And that's my prayer for myself and for Mary Catherine. It's shifting that set point, you know, around the the struggle, the suffering. So let us let us pray for Mary Catherine. How truly, truly wonderful it is to hear Mary Catherine's voice, to feel and sense her aliveness, to know that she is a beloved soul, whole and complete, divinely perfect on her path. And every wave that comes, every challenge we face is, as much as it sounds like a cliche, it is an opportunity that we may grow an ever deeper awareness that joy is not dependent on circumstance, that we are being expanded in the love and the joy and the peace that we are. So what a joy it is to affirm this for Mary Catherine, to know that each and every one of us, as we affirm this for her, we're affirming it for ourselves. So we bless this day, December 21st, in which her divorce paper is signed and final, or it's signed now, I think you said, and final. And everyone, you know, so many of us on this call have moved through divorce. So we might hold the high watch for Mary Catherine in even a more intimate way that she's not alone. I bless Mary Catherine in this uh, time being, these holy days being truly a new beginning in which an ever deeper revelation occurs for Mary Catherine that the good of God has no opposite. This is the truth. I'm knowing that Mary Catherine knows that she's embodying ever more fully, ever more completely here now. And so it is. These are blessed holy days for Mary Catherine. Blessed holidays, holy holidays. May she truly walk in the grace of her own existence, expressing and radiating her grace to all those who come to mind, who she sees. In gratitude for this and so much more, I let go, I let God. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you. so. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And we're going to continue with the phone. And I think it's Marina. Hello, Marina. Hi, Angela. This is like old home week. <laughs> Mary it Catherine, is. I think I that was on the very first the first class you gave like yes. six or seven years ago, however long ago that I know. was. It's amazing. Yeah. Well what's Wonderful. so great is to see to see your hand go up and her hand go up because I had this whole technical issue right before the call, so I was kinda nervous and like, you know, how am I gonna get it all together? And then seeing Mary Catherine's name and yours, it just like calms me because in that first oh. call, I don't know, that first <laughs> class I was always like, Are we recording? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so it's so good to hear your voice and oh, likewise be with you and pray. Yes. And you know, it's funny because um I haven't been I've been working on all the times that you've had these and so today when I when I got your email I thought oh great Monday and then I kind of forgot this morning I was already downtown and I came back and it's like oh my god I can do it it's it's wonderful so anyway I that's a little miracle and I'm just grateful for yes. that but yeah you know mm-hmm. what what I've been thinking about actually um is the word transcendence, um, which kind mm. of on the the coattails of your opening prayer and for Mary Catherine, mm-hmm. um, is what I would like a prayer for. And also, oh boy, um, in October I had to put my horse down, and mm. um, I, you know it was more devastating for me than my divorce. Or losing anyone else, anything else. I mm. I hoped that when I was able to talk, say this, I I you know I I think I'm having an out of body experience because I'm not 
crying. It's just a monumental mm -hmm. loss. So I would love mm -hmm. to have, okay. and her, her name was Sadler's Spirit. And I think mm -hmm. spirit and maybe the word transcendence, I, I don't know, but it is a huge loss to me. And I feel in the center of my chest, this um, hole that I, I feel that she and I are still attached, but it's, you know, it's whenever you lose any anything you really love, it's just tough. So, um, yeah, those are my those are my prayer needs for today. <laughs> Transcendence Beautiful. and for Sadler. <laughs> mm, yes, yes. Oh, that's just I feel so deeply, and I know everybody does. Just hearing you, the you know, like there's just no words what we go through in life, is there? Like, you know, what an extraordinary journey it is. And this, this word transcendence, you know, transcendence that is coming to you feels like, to me, like your inner voice, your, you know, the deep wisdom of your being speaking to you. So I'm just going to share a few thoughts that come forward as I was listening. And the first thing you mentioned was just like the little miracle of, of realizing Oh, I can jump on that call, you know, <laughs> and, you know, remembering it, forgetting it, remembering it. And it, that even makes me think, you know, about just, I think it's so important to accept that you've never skipped a beat, Marina. Like, there's no prayer call you should have been on that you weren't, you know, there's no way you would not have been on this prayer call. It was already written. Your steps are ordered. There's a deep, loving intelligence guiding you and all is well. So I, I want to, in a way, clear, even as we begin, just our whole concept of missed opportunities. Oh, I should have done that. I should have done this. You know, what if you haven't missed anything and you're where you're supposed to be every moment? And imagine if we could all live in that trust, trust, trust. And when you talk about transcendence, you know, one of the terms that I thought when you were speaking it was you know, above the fray, also like above or below, we can think of it in, in either way, deeper or above, you know, this, the pairs of opposites, you know, and this idea that when we think of Sadler, you know, as I, you know, and I, I have a dog and a cat, I'm a big animal lover and my cat Willie is 18 and you know, I have such a, like a love for him and he, he sleeps kind of next to my heart. So I really feel in a way he keeps my heart going by his purring in a way, like <laughs> that purring, it, it just means a lot to me. And I, I imagine, oh, what am I going to do when, when Willie goes, you know? Um, and yet I know on some level, that that sense of loss and the loss you're experiencing that, as you said, it feels greater than any one you've lost, even, you know, you know, other transitions you've gone through. And, and what that says to me, and I'm, I'm doing my best to be articulate here is that on a certain level, there is no loss in that the love that you are, the love that Sadler is that loving bond it cannot be destroyed. It is, it is, it is. And in this way, death never comes. You know, in this way, love expresses always. And yet the transition of seeing those beautiful eyes of Sadler, petting her, you know, doing all the things you did together, relating to her in the way you did, that is gone. That form no longer exists and you're in the void now as you can be still as the light that you are within the void within the space fertility happens new life new expressions occur that the love that you and Sadler share it actually supports the new expression of love but we're not educated it doesn't seem to, 
to know how to sit in the void, right? The best thing we're given is avoidance, right? A void dance, you know? Mm. And it's interesting, you were moved by the word transcend dance. That's, again, got a dance in there, right? <laughs> right. So you are to dance, to dance in the transcend, like in the, you know, in that which is unfathomable. You know, it's unfathomable in a way to even begin to embrace the connection that still is between you and Sadler. Like, we can't even wrap our minds around it. And yet, deep in our hearts, we know it's possible, you know. And we want that kind of openness to occur over the avoid dance. I'm so frightened of being still in this tremendous sense of loss spacious void that I distract myself and I become less and less alive because I'm too afraid. So those are, I hope that helps my sharing that. Oh my, you know, you just gave me the most incredible Christmas gift I could have gotten. That was incredibly profound and just (laughs) telling me that, you know, I'm right where I should be and I haven't missed a beat because there's so many things that have gone on career-wise for me that, that you know, you, you've just reinforced everything's going to be okay. And funnily enough, that the word dance, I've been doing a lot of Argentine tango, so I'm dancing a lot and I was just writing before I, I before we started about tango so to put that into perspective with Sadler is like it's unbelievable to me Angela I don't know how you got that your words but they could not have been more perfect I'm so grateful to hear that and I hope you feel me and all of us with us I know there are many people that have a deep connection to animals who uh, come on our prayer call. So, you know, I always feel, too, like you're getting to hear from me, but everyone is holding you in a way, and they have such unique life experience, like to know love for you in a way that's, you know, really happening as you experience, uh, you know, us all praying. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Mm. uh, Let us turn within for our prayer for Marina. And and wouldn't it truly be wonderful if we could really just accept it's just a, you know, a a, a whole lot of malarkey to think we should have been here, we should have been there, we missed the boat there, we forgot this, we should have remembered that, all that should have, like that, all that is is Fear. All that is is belief and lack and limitation, and all that does is is confuse us about the majesty of our own existence. And we are here to honor, to witness the majesty of Marina's existence, the extraordinary divine order in her life, the extraordinary beauty, the the, the artistry that she has presenced on this planet. We just bless Marina in the divine movement that is God as her life. We lay down our argument, you know, that argument we often, many of us have, you know, well, I, I, you know, I think it would have been better if I'd stayed home, or I think it would have been better if I showed up, or I think this, or I think that. We're just laying that down, just laying it down to open open ever deeper to the beauty love that is and it is here that we affirm so deep in our soul so deep in our bones for marina transcendence transcendence that she's doing the dance of transcend rather than the dance of i'm too afraid of my feelings so i won't enter into the (gasps) into the void and I like to think of the void as a womb, you know, a womb. It's dark maybe in that, like, I don't see what's going on here, but it's warm and it's loving and it's nurturing and it's nourishing. Marina trend- transcendence. 
And it is from this place that I bless Sadler in her extraordinary adventure in the greater yet to be of her soul. I know her presence. Sadler's spirit is divinely timed, divinely moved according to an exquisite, you know, just again, I'm just getting again this, ah, um, just this magnificence. And I'm knowing that the love that Marina and Sadler share is ever deeper, ever more alive. I bless Sadler. I bless Marina. And I say thank you. I release this word to its fulfillment. I let go. I let God. And it is good and very good. Amen. 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 Oh, Angela, thank you so, so much. I, there are no words to really express mm-hmm. how deeply grateful I am. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. And again, just so good to hear from Mary Catherine and Marina. And if you're new, please feel free uh, to, to you know, raise your hand, star two as well. You know, anything laid on your heart that you feel you want to share, never doubt the, you know, the, um, the relevance of it. You just never know what you have to say that's like exactly what someone else needs to hear. Sometimes when we, we can put things into words, it allows us to put something in practice. Uh, a kind of like a faith we get to put it into practice. So star two to raise your hand and we'll skadoodle daddle over to our written prayer requests and comments. Diane from Wales. Welcome. Hi, Diane. Um, Hi, Angela. Uh, You responded to my prayer request last week regarding our young children, our young adult children, offspring, and you asked that I let you know how it goes. Obviously, early days, but what you said and your prayer were very helpful to me. Also, your comments and prayer for the lady who phoned in two weeks ago regarding her teenage son uh, using the electronic devices to late at night were very helpful. My daughter's a bit older, 20 next week, and I too have been worried in the past about her sleeping patterns, eating patterns, and mental health. Things have improved somewhat, and she is in her second term of university, living with five other students in a house share 45 miles away. However, she still has the sleeping eating habits of most students, sometimes has anger and relationship issues, and does sometimes use recreational drugs. I guess a lot of this is quite or even very common for students and young people and even a bit older people. And your comments and prayers are very valuable to all of us. So thank you, Angela, for all you do. Love and light, Diane. Yes. And so I'm wondering if a lot of people, Diane, as they're listening to what you've written and as I hear it, and I read all these for the first time on Prayer on the Air as I read them, it's like it sounds like your daughter is on her path. It all sounds quite normal, you know, and yet what feels so abnormal to me and many of us who found ourselves in parenting is like we're so vulnerable. We just feel so vulnerable. It's like, you know, yes, I'm going to bring you into this world, but don't have your own path. Don't have your own feelings. Don't have your own relationships. Don't have your own exploration of, you know, thoughts, feelings, you know, patterns of eating and sleeping. You know, we want to like, we've invested so much into these young people. Just, you know, we want them to be, I mean, we don't really, but, you know, on a certain level, we just want them to be the way we want them to be, robotically perfect. So we aren't feeling so vulnerable. And I think that is what all parents of young adults have to expand into, this this vulnerability that is, that is so beautiful and part of life. You know, it's just, you know, I, I heard someone say once, when you have a child, it's like growing another heart. It's in a body and and it's walking around outside of you and you have no control of it. And yet what they do affects you. Now, many of us would call that, you know, a definition of codependence. But, 
you know, in the healthiest sense, it's interdependence. You know, in the healthiest sense, we're all interdependent. You know, if I was really awake in my compassion, you know, your pain would be my pain. You know, and we just feel that so acutely for our our offspring. So I so appreciate your comments. I'm going to do a prayer for all people who are parents on this call or in the world of young adult children that just have trouble letting go of the worry and and are challenged in just letting go and letting that being have their own journey. Living and let living your only job is to love. Just love that person as they find their way and love yourself as you find your way. So I speak this word for Diane, who was so generous in writing in and letting me know how it's going. Oh, how deeply grateful I am to speak this word for Diane, for myself, for everyone on this call who's been an aunt or an uncle or a parent to a person that they feel like really challenged in just letting that life be, you know, live and let live. Uh, I'm going to live. I'm going to let that person live. I'm going to flow love their way. And I'm going to surrender in prayer right now the worry, the fear, the dread, the, um, you know, we tend to do all this futurizing for our children. They're not sleeping the way we think they should sleep. Oh, my God, the next 50 years of that. You know, we often, many of us, uh, tend to kind of extrapolate. So one of the things that enables us to release worry is to release future, you know, future ideas of, oh, if this continues, if that continues, or past. Oh, I think this is happening because if I had been more disciplined with her when I was younger, you know, so in a way to really be present to the beings that came through us, we are to let go of past and future. We're to live in wonder and mystery. And yes, trust and faith. There's a lot of loving detachment required. I ask the universe, I ask the greater, higher power of all of us to support us in this expansion. I say thank you, dear God, for this and so much more. I let go and I let God, and so it is. Amen. 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 Hello, Barb from Minnesota. Hi, Angela. I'm so happy you're back on the air. Could you please say a prayer for all the hundreds of thousands of people who have been injured by the COVID vaccine? Bless you and everyone on the call. Thanks, Barb. So that's kind of a loaded prayer request. You know, some people would say injured by the vaccine, like from an anti-vaccination point of view. And then other people would be like, oh, what about all the people that haven't gotten vaccines that didn't get the loving, uh, intelligent protection of the vaccine? So this is such a, a beautiful thing. So I don't, you know, this, you know, it, it, it behooves the question, does it, like, where's the harm coming from? Where's the harm coming from? The harm's coming from COVID. The harm's coming from the COVID vaccine. You know, this this prayer request is so deep because it, 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 it asks us, you know, to be present to our assumption of harm. You know, I mean, this prayer request asks us that we get even underneath. I mean, I know this is a big ask for all of us, but just, and I, I, you know, this is a big ask, but, you know, what is harm? You know? Maybe I've done something to help that's harmed. Maybe I've done something to harm that helped. Like, how will we ever know the mystery of that? So I'm going to absolutely pray a prayer here, and I hope it's an incredibly inclusive prayer that everyone on this call, no matter what your uh, 
views of vaccines or your views of COVID are that we can be unified here. We can be in unity rather than polarized, okay? So let us bless the most beautiful imagining we could have of the good back of every vaccine and the blessing of everyone who has the vaccine uh, who's had it. Let us name it good and bless it and uplift every vaccinated human in a, in a sphere, in a consciousness of harmlessness, of beauty, of like whatever our, you know, whatever the best feeling thought we could have around this is, we honor it on behalf of every vaccinated person and every vaccine that anyone has ever had for anything. We just bless the harmony of vaccines, the the most earnest, sincere intention back of vaccine and everyone receiving vaccine, which is health, wholeness, well-being. I say thank you, thank you, thank you, God. And let us bless every unvaccinated person. Let us bless them in the harmlessness, in the intentionality, in the beauty of their choice. That they are walking a walk, all who've chosen not to have a vaccine, all of us, everyone unvaccinated. Let us see ourselves as vaccinated, unvaccinated, as all part of one movement of health and wholeness. Maybe there's a divine pattern of perfection that we need this many unvaccinated people and this many vaccinated people for the best outcome for humanity. Maybe it's all working together for good in some way that we haven't grokked yet. We haven't figured out what if it's all working out for good. This is the high watch we're holding. Harmony, well-being for all. So again, we're we're, we're placing on the altar of the Holy Spirit, you know, even our belief in what has injured me, what has harmed me, what has helped me. We're just placing it all. We're entering into kind of the I don't know mind. Better maybe to be in the I don't know. Just open to the grace, open to the mercy, open to the movement of the harmonizing effects of prayer. I say thank you. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you, Barb. Thank you. So now we're going from Minnesota to the Netherlands. Uh, I think the name is Lesbe. Um, Dear Angela, I would like to pray for my daughter who suffers from anxiety. She's 15 years old and goes through a really hard time in her life. I also want to pray for all parents who worry about their children that they will have faith and clarity in how to keep a warm connection with their children. Well, it's interesting, isn't it, Elizabeth, even before your prayer request, the prayer I did related to Diane's writing speaks to that. But I'm going to, I want to speak a special prayer for your beautiful daughter. I know that who and what she is, is a being who came into this planet to thrive. And I know that anxiety, you know, is often, and even acute anxiety is, is us awakening to our internal guidance system. This feels good. This doesn't feel good. My direction is here. My not, direction is not here. You know, it's it's guiding us. And, and often when we're young, it's just so, you know, everything feels like such a raw nerve. So I'm knowing your daughter is blessed. And I'm knowing the warmth in your connection to your daughter. And these years of that you're moving into, 15 often, you know, it's a time where the soul is individuating from the parent. The love underneath is secure. That's what I'm knowing in this blessed time of individuation. I'm knowing the connection is warm and real and forever. I know this to be true right where Elizabeth is and her beautiful daughter. I'm knowing calm and peace for this daughter, ease, grace, mercy, trust. I let it be and so it is. Amen. 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 Hello, Chris. Says, so glad you are back on the air. I'm so glad you're here, Chris. Chris from Ashland. So glad you're here. And I was in Oregon a few, oh, about a, three weeks ago. It was so beautiful up there. So, so good to see you here. 
I, I've had a fantasy of moving to Ashland, like for a winter or something, or I don't know, but maybe it'll happen one day. Uh, Gail, hello, Gail, Bristol. Um, prayers for my healing on all in, all levels, energetically, emotionally, spiritually, physically, to be restored to wholeness. Thank you. So Gail is inviting us to be very aware here for her. Gail energetically, Gail emotionally, Gail spiritually, Gail physically. She's calling forth a powerful intention of restoration. There's a deeper wholeness she is intending with our prayer support to realize. I say yes, yes, yes to this for Gail. I say yes. As I speak this word for Gail, I say yes for you, for me, for all of us. So be it. And so it is. Amen. Oh, Grace from Florida. Hello, Angela. Please pray for me. I love that sentence. Please pray for me. Um, I, I wrote a blog once about, I got really moved when uh, Pope Francis came to the United States and everywhere he went, he said, Please pray for me. And this was like, that's really how I would start every conversation with everyone is, hi, how, how are you? Please pray for me. You know, just please pray for me. Because prayer is, is seeing me in the light of the truth of my being, not who I take myself to be. You know, see, be with me in the awareness that I'm wonderfully and magnificently made versus how I, you know, I often tend to apologize for myself way too much and things like that because I, I'm not fully awake to my own beauty and peace and love. So um, I just love that sentence. Please pray for me. Ah, Grace goes on. Give me strength not to feel angry against others. Help me to see hope that humanity is good. I'm having doubts about other people. I see and feel how we are so ready and willing to hurt each other. And then, um, lumen de lumen, let the light reach my heart. Oh, Grace, this is a prayer request that I just feel like, oh, is so near and dear to my heart as you speak it. It's so beautiful. And um, I, too, feel angry against others. Like, if I'm trying so hard not to be easily offended, you know. Um, it's considered a sin, you know, in a traditional religious perspective to, to take offense very easily. And I tend to be very sensitive, so it's not a great combination. And uh, there I go apologizing for myself. But 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 to offer that anger, you know, it, it, I think the more we honor our anger, like what's that anger telling me about me? Where am I called to be better boundary? Or what's the message for me in it? And when I catch that message, that blessing, then I thought the other person, it doesn't matter so much what happened or happened. There was a message for me. My anger, you know, I, I do believe all of our emotions are kind of like our internal guidance system, you know, here to inform us. And so if we can just work with the anger, that's my prayer for you, Grace. Work with the anger. What's the message for you? And as you catch that message, then you'll soften with compassion toward that other person. Um, often I think when we're angry toward each other, I had a situation like this in my own life where I was projecting a capacity onto someone, you know, assigning them a role in my life that they didn't have. That wasn't their role. And I really wasn't meeting them where they were at. You know, I needed them to be who I wanted them to be. And that wasn't what was occurring. So it's, I love the serenity prayer for this. You know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, to have the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. I take that to mean, you know, the serenity to accept the things I can't change, which is other people, and to change the things I can, which is me, my own attitudes, and the wisdom to know the difference. What's my business and your business, you know? I have a lot of ideas for you, but then, you know, I might not be paying much attention as it comes to my own refinement in my own character. So this is a beautiful, beautiful prayer request. And I know it's really hard sometimes, isn't it, 
to have hope for humanity. And, you know, just, I tell you, there is an old movie, black and white, called Black Beauty, and it's starring Elizabeth Taylor and Andy Rooney. So it's like, I don't know when it was made, but a long time ago, maybe the 40s. Um, I'm guessing, though, maybe in the 1950s. Uh, but in this movie, there's a character who steals, and there's a very interesting meditation on trust where someone chooses to trust this human because of a deeper good they believed was present, even though the action of the person was not in integrity. It was such a beautiful movie to watch from like a meditative state. So I don't know if you can get that movie uh, where you are, but it's a thought. Well, of course, you're in Florida. Yeah, that I think you can just, if you have any streaming services, it might move you into how do you meditate on the deeper, greater good in humanity. And I think it helps to read good news. I happened upon this article on Thanksgiving. It was nine charts. To be grateful for on Thanksgiving and a lot of good is happening poverty worldwide is falling which shocked me um, cancer deaths are down all over the world um, just a number of things there were nine charts so you know you could seek out some of that good news too may be available to you and I'm just thinking in terms of the your prayer let the light reach my heart So grace just pulls us into such a profound prayer request on her behalf. And we are placing our love all around grace, just just imagining light uh, coming from our hands. And we're just opening our palms toward her, that the light reach her heart. I know I, my heart is often very defendant defended even as I'm looking for the light I, I just it's like how do I let the light in and so grace is calling us to to have an undefended heart the course in miracles teaches us in my defenselessness lies my safety might we be so present to the underlying good of humanity that we may hold the space for all of humanity and I declare I am you are we are on this prayer edition of rethink prayer i'm sorry of prayer on the air we're enough we're enough to uplift humanity today we're enough to lift humanity into the light let let the light reach my heart let the light reach grace's heart my heart your heart i say yes and so it is amen 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 ah And I want to do a loving prayer for my friend Kate, whose dog Nala, as Kate says uh, to me, Nala is her whole world, um, is going to the vet today. She's had a a brain disease that's been like fully managed and under control all these years. And Nala showed some symptoms that were really frightening to Kate. And they may be at the vet now. So let us pray for Nala, for Kate, for the veterinarian. And we're just knowing light and love right where they are. We're knowing the divine intelligence of God's healing power, where Nala is, where Kate is, where the vet is. We're uplifting them in the light of well-being, the light of love, including them in our prayer circle today. In triumphant, glorious, victorious energy of well-being. I say yes, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Ah, Sonia writes in, can you help me with a close, long-time friend who is easily offended and goes into a dark, cut-off, and angry place? Isn't it interesting, y'all? Are y'all having this thing? Like, I almost just said those words about myself in a way. You know, like, isn't it that interesting, you know? I think the problem comes from his childhood trauma, which makes a lot of sense, but expresses itself by silent treatment and deeply unfair accusations. Yeah, it hurts to be misunderstood, doesn't it, Sonia? Can you pray that his pain abates enough for him not to react this way? His black and white, good, bad, good, bad way of experiencing things has ruined many of his relationships and caused pain all around. Thanks, 
and much love as I'd like to remain supportive, but it's getting harder and harder. I so understand this. And, of course, you're being given the best challenge in the world because you're taking something personally, right, that has nothing to do with you. It has to do with his childhood traumas. And so believe it or not, the prayer that I'm called to pray for you is the prayer of patience. Like, and and one of the four agreements in the book, four agreement is take nothing personally. Like, like there's just something for you and just holding the light for your friend, you know, being completely patient. And in the meantime, work on an ever deeper awareness that this has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. And I know you can say to me, well, his reactions aren't so friendly, Angela. You know, you know, easy for you to say, this is no fun. It's no fun because rather than having compassion, oh, there he goes again, you know, cutting off from the love I have for him. And that's the best he can do. And just blessing him and, you know, letting your attention go toward your friendships that are available for you where there's more of a back and forth that feels good for you, but just holding space. So I hope that helps, Sonia. I know these things are, you know, very, very complex often, So, but, but hopefully there's something there that can um, be of service to you. So we're blessing Sonia and her relationship with her friend. Whether you relate to Sonia who is having trouble you know, coping with this friend's reactions or whether you feel like, gosh, I do that. I'm easily offended. I go into an angry car, cut off dark place. And maybe we do different things at different times, you know, but let's just put this whole dynamic into prayer. Yeah. You know, kind of like from our opening prayer, there's enough suffering going on. Might we flow compassion to ourselves, whether we're relating to the Sonia in it or we're relating to the friend, just compassion. You know, compassion. I was thinking a lot recently about the the phrase, to be human is to err. And what I love about that is, you know, maybe we're supposed to be making all the mistakes we make. Maybe we're in earth school and we're learning and we're refining who and what we are to know who and what we are in the loving. And maybe this is just the process and we can bless it. So be it and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. And Chris writes in, how can we pray for the whole abortion issue? Um, I was just uh, having such an interesting conversation with a friend about this yesterday, and then my husband and I was talking about it this morning. And I, I think you said it, Chris, the whole abortion issue. You know, rather than go into sides, right, wrong, good, bad, should, shouldn't, could we pray for the whole abortion issue? Not, you know, could we pray in a way that didn't require us to be positional? So transcending, again, there's that word, transcending conditions. Transcending, transcending all the positionality. And I'm not saying you can't have your position. Like, your position is your position. So I'm not trying to take anybody's position away from them. I'm just saying, and you are more than that position. And from a prayerful perspective, you are more. And we pray from that, I am more than a position. And we shine the light of love onto this whole issue that all may feel a deep, deep, deep sense of harmony and peace related to this. That in God there's a way and God makes a way out of no way. God makes a way out of no way. When it looks so intractable, there's a way. There's a way. There's a possibility. Just because we haven't experienced it yet doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Electricity was available before we realized the potential for it. So we hold this high, high watch for the whole abortion issue that Chris, Chris is so beautifully, beautifully, beautifully um, invited us into. So I say thank you for this and so much more. Sonia writes in, thank you, Angela. That helped a lot. 
um, don't take it personally. We are here to air Earth School. Lots of love, Sonia. Thank you so much. Ah, so we're going to go to the phones one more time. I know it's time to pray out, but we'll just do one more. I'm just picking randomly. It looks like 6901. Oh, that's me. Hello. Hi. Hi. It's Gina. Hi, Angela. Gina. I had Gina. Yeah, I had written in last week. Gina. Gina. Well, I'll get it eventually. (laughs) Yes, I do. Gina. G is in girl. Yeah. I had written in last week um, and asked for prayers for clarity and direction. Um, I said that I had gone through a lot of endings the last two years. And um, you asked me to call back, and you talked about the void, like you had in your previous caller today, and love. And I came to the realization that I was just so attached to the suffering. Um, You talked about rebirth and renewal, and um, I never even entertained that as a possibility. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess I'm just, I wanted to check back and just say thank you for that realization. And um, I'm trying to just shift my perspective um, Mm -hmm. and try to like really release I just think of it as sorrow you use the word release and um, Mm -hmm. I just thought of it as pain and sorrow Um, Mm. beautiful uh, beautiful so I just wanted to ask Yes, thank you so much, Gina. Thank you so much, and I I remember your call, and thank you for sharing. And even the words you're putting together are just the perfect words, and you're, you know, it's just beyond words, just what you're describing and your your life experience is so perfect for us, you know, to to, to conclude this particular prayer call. You know, I loved how you put the void and love together. Love is all there is in the void. We need not be so afraid. The unknown is a friendly place. So often if it's unknown, we think it's scary. And I think we're so attached to our suffering because we think, well, at least I know this, right? You know? um, And so this releasing, and I love that word that you're kind of saying back to me. You know, if you think of release, you know, lease, you know, we're, we're, we're releasing we're we're going you know and and the rebirth and the renewal and the release it just feels like all all the like it just feels like the energy i want to hold you in so we're going to conclude by praying for you just supporting you in your continued journey gina and then i'll move into our closing prayer from there so thank you so much thank you angela mm. And so let us pray. What a joy it is to affirm for Gina love in the void, love, love, to really hold for her release, rebirth, renewal, and this wonderful shift from sorrow to release. From loss to rebirth, renewal. And we lay on the altar of the Holy Spirit for Gina just any attachment to suffering that she's continuing to release. And it's really laid on the altar of the Holy Spirit for all of us today that we may release some of our attachment to suffering, even if we just release one one trillionth of it. Or maybe we'll release a whole lot more than that, one-tenth, one-fourth, one-millionth. Let's not. That's just like any attachment I have to suffering that I can release today. I'm game. I'm open. And I claim as we meet in agreement all together here that we may support one another in living in the peace and the joy, the calm, the serenity, the possibility, the vision of what is possible in love. I bless us. I accept that we are deeply held As we move forward into this week, remember, we're meeting next week as well. Uh, Until the 20th, we're meeting weekly. I 
I'm praying on how to move forward next year in 2022. Um, do hold me in prayer with that, like when and how much to have our prayer on the air meetings. Um, I, um, just knowing clarity moving forward and uh, blessing each and every one of us. And may we really stay connected in our hearts in prayer as the week unfolds. I say it is good and very good and let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 And now for those of you on the telephone, I'm unmuting all of us just to say blessings. Amen. Have a good week. You know, hello, goodbye, whatever you want. One, two, three. We're all unmuted. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Holy, beautiful. Great blessing. Ah, thank you all.